We are told all the time as actors that we need to take more risks in our work if we want to stand out from the crowd, if we want to make our mark in the world as an artist. And conceptually, I always kind of understood that, but as someone who wasn't trained as an actor in university or formally trained as an actor until very recently in my life, I used to get extremely frustrated whenever I would hear somebody say that because there was never any context to it. And there was always kind of an assumption that I knew what they were talking about. And I never had the courage to ask what they were talking about because I didn't want to be perceived as dumb or that I was green. But what I've observed is that even trained actors still aren't quite sure what that means 100% of the time. Because I believe it means something different depending upon the situation that it's offered. If you are in an audition scenario, a risk that you take there might look different than if you are in a safe space taking a class with a teacher that you trust. A risk that you take on stage in performance might look and feel entirely different than a risk you might take in the rehearsal process. So what the heck are we talking about then? I think I have a unique perspective on this because I've been an entrepreneur most of my adult life. There was a period of my time uh, as, as when I was working that I was a school teacher, but even while I was a school teacher, I was still starting businesses on the side. And I always had this kind of, I think, wiring to be an entrepreneur. And part of being an entrepreneur, a big part of being an entrepreneur is the ability to navigate risk. And I think in financial terms, it's a lot easier for me to quantify when I think about, oh, if I'm making an investment in a stock, a piece of real estate, in a business, in training that's going to help me grow as a business person, I'm putting money at stake and I might not ever recoup that money. Like there's a risk of losing the money. So that's a very kind of black and white, very binary way to look at it. Like you either recoup the money or you don't. If, if I invest in a Broadway show, if I'm looking at the money piece, I will either make money on it or I will lose money on it or I will break even. Those are, those are the only three possible outcomes, right? But when it comes to life and performing arts and even business, it's much murkier than that. It's not always so cut and dry. And so I'm going to riff on this for a little bit and I don't, claim to have all of the answers in terms of what risk should be for you. But I think it's important for us to maybe think about when we hear that word, how do we connect to it? What does it mean for us? And so in order for us to, to know what it means for us, we, we need to understand, I think, first, what is the definition of risk? And so without you know boring you too much, going to the Oxford Dictionary on Google, risk is defined as a noun. A situation involving exposure to danger. Used in a sentence, flouting the law was too much of a risk. As a verb, risk is to expose, parentheses, someone or something valued, end parentheses, to danger, harm, or loss. So we hear the word danger, harm, or loss. So when a director, a teacher, a casting director says, you need to take more risks in your work. 
by definition, what they're saying is you need to be willing to lose something. You need to be willing to expose yourself to potential harm or potential loss. Otherwise, by definition, it's not a risk. And so if you're a casting director or a director listening to this podcast, I would encourage you to really tune into what that definition means for you. Because when I think about exposing myself to harm uh, or loss or danger, it's, it's something that can bring up a lot of feelings. And I think maybe this is why I got so frustrated by it over the years is because like, I know what, what it's like to lose all of my money. I know what it's like to lose big time, like big time amounts of money on risks that I took. And I know the ridicule that that brought me. And I know the shame that that brought me in my family. And I've talked about that on a prior episode. So I never quite understood like, well, what does this mean? And maybe this is covered in acting 101. I don't know. But since I never took acting 101, I only have the training that I have up to this point. Um, I had to dig deeper. So what is the harm? What is the, the danger? Well, here's what I'm learning in my own training. And this is where courage comes in because the courage is knowing that that taking that risk could result in some type of danger, harm, or loss. And choosing to do it anyway, even though you're afraid of losing whatever it is or afraid of being exposed to that danger or that harm. Now, I would hope that in an audition setting, if you take a risk with a character choice, no one is going to physically harm you. No one is going to jump up from the table and assault you. Like I would hope, right? So just to be super clear, like we're not talking about that kind of risk. Now, if you're a dancer or a gymnast or someone who does acrobatics, definitely, or I think of figure skating a lot because I know in figure skating, it could be a risk or in gymnastics to do a certain jump or move or combination because the risk is your, you'll fall And if you fall, you will pretty much be docked so many points that you'll be knocked right out of contention. But if you land it, you will be rewarded for that risk because it's harder. So yes, there could be some physical danger in doing that extra jump, that doing that extra turn, doing that extra flip. You know, there there might be physical danger in that. You could twist your ankle. You could, you know, break a bone. So there, there could be some physical risk there, but let's assume for a moment we're talking about just straight up acting, nothing necessarily overly physical. What is the risk? The risk is, as I see it, has a few components. There's an emotional risk. The risk is, for me, fear of being judged as not knowing what I'm doing. Fear of doing something that comes off or lands as completely inappropriate and being judged for that, and being potentially ridiculed for that, not landing the job, and potentially, in my mind, not ever booking work with that theater again, because the risk that I took came across as stupid. The risk of loss, which would be, yes, losing a job, losing a relationship, losing a connection that I have 
in that industry. Maybe an agent recommended me for an audition and I took a major risk in the audition and just didn't land it <laughs> or um, it didn't get received well. And that agent's going to be like, what the heck did you do in that audition? So there's that running through my mind. But there's another type of risk here and that's vulnerability. And this is getting a little deep and by no means am I a therapist or an expert in this area, but I've done a lot of reading and this is purely my own experience. For me, the biggest risk is being vulnerable and giving up control, giving up the certainty that I have that if I do it the safe way that I know to do it, that I've done it a hundred times and that I know will work, there's, there's much less risk in doing something that I know is going to work. Now in business, there's a lot of risks that I've taken that I believed would work. And at the time, if you asked me, I would say, yeah, I know this is going to work because that's just how I've learned. Like I can't, if I take a risk in business or a risk in investing or whatever, and I'm going in with the, oh, this is probably not going to work. I really like got a question. Why am I taking the risk? If I don't believe it's going to work, why am I doing it? But I'm also not blind to the fact that it does have a downside. But of course, I believe it's going to work or I wouldn't put my money behind it. Now, there, there might be some investments that I would make that are purely speculative where I would throw money at something with knowing that the likelihood of it working is extremely low. But if it does pay off, the upside is huge. But if I lose on the downside, it's not going to crush me. So I think if I apply that to my acting journey, I look for risks that I can take like that in the room. Maybe there isn't a, something I can show emotionally in the character that, um, you know, is appropriate for the character. If I've done the homework and I make a choice that is grounded in the homework, I believe that that is a risk worth taking. Um, but I didn't realize this until recently and I didn't realize what it even meant. It was just so nebulous to me. Like, what do you mean take a risk? So practical example, it could be making a choice to make a physical movement in an audition where I actually physically do something with my body, move my body in a way or position myself in a way that is maybe considered outside the norm of what they're going to see that day. However, I'm doing it because I believe that even though it might seem unconventional, I believe it's grounded in the truth. And I believe that I'm going to, you know, if, if, if the impulse hits me, I'm going to do it. That's taking a risk because I don't know if they're going to get it. Um, and for me, like something that's really vulnerable, sometimes in an audition is I'll, I'll, I've gone to the floor and I've actually gone down on the floor to begin the audition. And I, as I was doing it, I'm like, oh God, what am I doing? You're not supposed to do this. This isn't, this isn't how it goes. This isn't what you're, you know, what you're trained to do. And it felt really, really vulnerable to just be there on the floor and be still and quiet and draw them in, you know, with, with, a, with a truthful moment. But in, as it was happening, it felt like a huge risk because, it, you know, all those tapes were playing in my mind about you need to stand up and they don't want you to do this and they're going to think you're weird and like all that stuff. Like that's the downside risk is, is the fear of judgment loss. That's the danger. Vulnerability feels dangerous. And so I like taking micro risks during my day. I, you know, there's a lot of practical examples out there. 
It could be saying hello to somebody in the elevator instead of just staring at my phone. That's a risk. What if they tell me to go F off? Well, okay. Putting myself out there, right? Um, uploading a video of me singing to Instagram is a risk. Somebody might see that. They might think it's you know really terrible work and they might not hire me or they might spread the word and share it and be like, this is terrible. Watch this guy. I mean, this is the stuff that runs through my head. Probably not likely, but that's a risk. But it doesn't take a lot of emotional labor for me to upload a short clip of me singing to Instagram. I'm not saying you need to do that, but that's something that I do. So anytime somebody tells you you need to take more risks in your work, lean on that courage muscle and think about, well, what are some risks? And again, the definition being something that's going to expose us to potential danger, harm, or loss, but might have some payoff to it by doing it, and that's grounded in the homework that we've done. What, what are some things that, that maybe I've been unwilling to do with this piece or unwilling to do in this scene and that still would be appropriate for the context in which you're doing them, an audition, a rehearsal, a class, even a performance? Each one of those venues demands a different protocol, right? I would never take a massive risk in a performance that I thought in some way was maybe not within what the director had envisioned and what we had rehearsed for so long. It doesn't mean I'm going to be a robot, but like I'm going to be a little more careful about taking gratuitous risk that isn't necessary or that isn't my job. You know, presumably if that's what the rehearsal process is for, for me. You know, it's interesting to me, like as the words are coming out of my mouth, I'm realizing that recording this podcast is actually a huge risk for me, this episode, because I have a story in my mind that says, Sean, you don't have a BFA in theater. You don't have a college degree in theater. What the hell do you know about this? There's many of you who are listening to this have master's degrees in the thing that I'm giving you supposedly advice about right now. And I'm like, ooh, you know, you might be saying something totally wrong. So it's a risk for me to put this out there. But I from so the the danger is is that one of you will email me and say your advice was terrible, you don't know what you're talking about, you need to shut down this podcast. You know, like that's a risk with anything you put out into the world. The upside is I might help one of you today to take a small risk in your life that will help propel you to the next level of whatever it is that you're trying to achieve in life or as an actor. And to me, that's worth it. So there's calculated risk where I know, like I've, I've examined the risk-reward scenario. On the other side is reward. Now there's stupid risk where there's virtually no upside and massive amounts of exposure to loss. And then there's moderate risk and Slight risk. If you look at, um, if any of you have ever looked, I don't know how many of you have jobs where you even have 401ks or if you've ever looked at investments or stocks, there's always a profile. Like they, they'll ask you to fill out a questionnaire about what your risk tolerance is. In other words, how willing are you to put your capital at risk for the long term, the short term, et cetera? And what any good financial advisor would tell you is that if you 
don't have the stomach for wild ups and downs and you would much rather have steady, then there's certain stocks and mutual funds that would be recommended for that portfolio. Because frankly, not everybody wants to see their portfolio swinging up and down and up and down, especially when they're talking about their retirement. Some people, especially if you're younger, would go ultra risky because you've got the, the advantage of time to recoup any losses. And so think about that in terms of your acting like how can we maybe just expand our risk tolerance a little bit? Because believe me, as you know, you can go into an audition and you can take a risk, but if it doesn't, if it, if it's just not informed by anything and it was just a risk for the sake of taking a risk, it's not just not going to land. Right. It's going to seem very out of context, but everything that I've seen both as a performer and then sitting on the other side of the table is when somebody takes what's perceived as a risk for them, it comes across as a powerful choice to me, the viewer. And this is at my very uneducated um, opinion, just purely based in my experience, not having been trained as a director. This is just what I observe. So I hope this helped you today. Take a look at where can you, A, expand your risk, risk tolerance just a little bit today. And where are some micro risks you could maybe take in your life to help flex that courage muscle a little bit more today? And then in your next audition, in your next rehearsal, what's something you can bring to the work that maybe intuitively you know you should be bringing, but you haven't yet, that would feel like a risk to you, but would land like a strong choice? Hope this helped. Thanks for watching or tuning in. If you're listening on your podcast app, I really appreciate it. You can find me on Instagram at the Sean Carroll. Find me on TikTok at Sean Cullen Carroll on Facebook at Sean Cullen Carroll. And please text this to a friend who you think it might help. Screenshot it, put it on your Instagram. Really appreciate your support. The subscribes and listens are climbing each day and I'm truly appreciative of each and every one of you. Until next time. This is Sean Carroll on the Courageous Actor Podcast. Thanks for listening.